Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday. It's 11:35, and that means Tech Talk. Uh, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the uh, president and CEO of FPM and FPM Three Marketing, is with us once again. Did, uh, did you get the limo to take you in here today? No, no, the actually. Entourage. <laughs> I didn't have my peeps with me with, th- this week. No, with but Team Oldfield. Uh, team Oldfield in, in the stretch limo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't take st- don't take the stretch every day. It's just like it's a lot of room of me. No, usually I like the sedan. I like the little Cadillac. It does well. But uh, you know, today was uh, I drove today. We had a uh, today is birthday. By the way, birthdays uh, I should say. September's a busy month as it is. But all the crew today at the FPM uh, marketing office in Hamilton we're doing a little birthday party after the uh, show today, and uh, just to celebrate another reason. Why you should have read the limo? I should have, but you know, I'd be sort of sad to say it's everybody's birthday. I'll drive to the station on my own and bring them with me. I wasn't going to bring the crew, but yeah. So it's uh, it's amazing how many people's birthdays there are, and I want to give a shout out my daughter, sixteen years old. Got to, it was her birthday yesterday, and it was just you know exciting. Happy birthday, sweetheart! And by nine o'clock, I get the call. I got my driver's license, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, okay. So maybe uh, maybe maybe I got a little gig for her with Hamilton Limo pretty that soon. I got a new driver driver for you. Could be. Yeah, new G1 license all set to ride. All right, there's a, a new member of the team there. Marcus, <laughs> exactly. she'll be in touch. Just drop the CV off at Marcus's desk <laughs> over at Hamilton <laughs> Limo. They'll right. look after it. She'll, she's a great employee. Listen, I, we, I want to talk about something. I, I know we got a ton of things you want to talk about yes. here about autonomous vehicles and a lot of other things. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we were talking about uh, tech things and going on at the border right now. And uh, yeah. uh, a friend of yours had a rather unsettling experience, I guess we should say. Yeah, unsettling is true. I mean, you know what? A bunch of guys going to a football game, and I think this is relevant for tech purposes because you hear about it in the media, but I'm speaking on a firsthand, not from me, but went to a football game, Buffalo Bills, all excited, four guys in a car heading over the border, and randomly... What could go wrong? What could go (laughs) go wrong? That's a recipe of nothing to happen, and in the situation of crossing, the discussion, you know, where are you from, citizenships, where are you going, football games, great, randomly, sir, can you pass over your phone? Uh, You know, they don't have to have reason or cause, they just opened it up and started searching, found it his emails that he was doing business or had business emails related to a company in the U.S. And so, you know, in the process of it, they they banned him for three years. And so he made a comment because of all the news you hear about, well, if you've got cannabis mentions or investors or you use it or otherwise, you can be banned for life. Well, in this case, particularly, it was, and he commented, I'm not involved with cannabis. That's What are you talking about? Anyway, they said, if you did, we would have banned you for life. In this case, it's three years. So they're using this power that they have available to him. And by the way, he works for an American company. And that's why the emails are being transitioned and he's got to talk to them. He works for the Canadian side of it. So they were uh, assuming it was a business uh, dis- uh, discussion. So uh, as I was describing earlier, I'm, I, I have both Apple and uh, and Android. I was trying to figure out, okay, when you cross, you're allowed to shut off the, uh, make sure you go into airplane mode, folks. Make sure you put it on. But it still holds your emails on your account. If you're using an iPhone, uh, it, it's very easy. If you're using Gmail or otherwise, just turn off your account. It will then lock out all your emails. It won't even let you have access to it. Uh, in the Android, it's a little more complicated. But if you haven't done this already, Google has given everyone the opportunity to give a two-tier sign-in. Think of it as two authentications. So one, you enter your password, and then it gives you the prompt of maybe a code that can be sent to your phone. 
And there's a third one now that Google's offering, and, and it's if you have an Android or a, sorry, an Apple, it will connect with your biometrics. So the third tier is you go through first stage one, stage two, your fingerprint or your retinal or 3D will now open your phone. These are things or access to your emails. So I really encourage anyone that crosses a border, whether for any reason whatsoever, could be just going over for dinner or otherwise, make sure you do protect yourself or don't bring your phone. Just go across the border, leave it at home, that's probably the best thing you can try and do. I mean, there are two takeaways, and, and this isn't tech-related, but um, well, it is, I guess, because the, you know cannabis is going to be legal here in, in another, uh, what, six, eight weeks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they will not allow you into the United States. Uh, you know, pot is still illegal there, and right. if you buy it, if you sell it, if you use it, uh, as of October, it's going to be legal to do that, yes. but not in the States. They will ban you from ever going into the States right. because you are a part of an industry that is deemed to be illegal in the United States. So be aware about that. The other thing, and it did happen to your buddy, of course, the other takeaway here is uh, they do randomly check phones at the border. Yeah, and they have every right with and no it, cause. Yeah. yeah, and whatever they find on there, uh, they will use against you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So be anyway. I share it with everyone because it's important that you may not look at you may look at this situation and think to yourself, uh, "It's not a big deal. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going to a football game." And meanwhile, it could be something as simple as an email that that indicates that you do business in the states, or you if you don't have a license, you need an L one or an H. There are proper ways you need to get authentication. But if you don't have any of those licenses with the border, they can have the right to pull away your access to the United States. And it's not. Again, it's not just that they turn you away that day. Uh, they take <laughs> no. names, and, and right. you will not get into the United States again. So keep That's that in right. mind. Yeah, don't abuse it. All right, on with the show. Uh, let's talk robotics. Oh, well, you know what? If you love to be served by a bartender, and we all do, because there's an opportunity. It reminds me of Cheers. Remember, Norm, you walk in. Well, yeah. there's a new product called Yanu, uh, Y-A-N-U. It's an artificial intelligent robot, so much so that it's more or less a digital arm. I found this very kind of quirky. Imagine a, a big robot arm kind of moving around you give it your order and it speaks to you so it's not like you're typing it in you actually will talk to this robot robotic arm and what it will do is prepare your drinks in fact it can make 100 to 150 drinks an hour up to 2,000 drinks a day shake and stir but the unique thing about this weird uh, bartending and they've already ordered it they're gonna be in European airports and I would not be surprised if they're gonna be coming to North America is that it's got the ability to have a conversation with you I was gonna ask you yeah, that's what bartenders are for, that's right? That's right. So I'm thinking, okay, you mix your drink. And we've seen this before. We talked about the automatic robotic yeah. coffee maker. Well, you know what? No one needs sure you talk to your barista, but they're really busy. But a bartender, you grab a drink, you talk your problems. My wife's giving me issues. My kids, I can't believe. But now the robotic arm even tells jokes. It's got a great, <laughs> it, it throws robotic humor at you. It's It's got the ability to listen to your challenges. It's actually been programmed with a uh, a psychological understanding of the challenges that people talk. And apparently, bar I didn't realize that. I mean, you always hear about, you talk to your bartender. This is actually going to be programmed with the ability to help you with psychological solutions. So you might be able to have a bit of a social issue and discuss it with your robotic arm. And the robotic arm will give you some feedback on, you know, well, I've heard from a guy who was similar in your case that... It's gonna have a decent conversation. This is exist. This is not robotic future movie stuff. This is coming out next year, and uh, they've got already fifteen ordered. Will be they're gonna be available in European airports, and rumor has it they're gonna be coming over to uh, to the North American market. It's called Yanu Y A N U. If you want to see it, it's really neat, and it's kind of yeah, it's no Cheers episode. I can tell you that. 
and humor and jokes and and yeah, but jokes. I, I mean it's going to be tech jokes though, right? I, I, I mean, guess because <laughs> it's a robotic <laughs> So two cyborgs work into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and that's reality. This is not, this is this is really cool stuff. All right, let's talk about uh, grocery shopping. Well, we've seen this before: autonomous deliveries, and you know what? And the cars have been. What I found this was interesting is that Kroger, which is in the states, but it's it's going to be uh, probably migrating to other markets. As you go online, like Grocery Gateway, and you can order your food and put your grocery packages together. And of course, the most ongoing thing is you can go to a grocery store and pick it up. But this is called Neuro. Neuro is this little robotic. I'll call it vehicle, if you will. It's got four doors. They they kind of go into a gull wing situation, kind of like the DeLorean. And uh, what happens is it holds up to 12 grocery bags. It's a flat fee of $5.95 US, and it will deliver your groceries. And the best part is you can put the time you're going to be available. And when it's on its way, autonomously driving down the street, it looks like a little golf cart, if you will, um, with a license plate. It actually is registered for the road. As it's driving along the road, it will notify you i'm on my way to your home uh about to deliver my groceries to your place and as it's approaching your home will notify you come step out it doesn't drive in your driveway literally pulls over to the side because it's small enough doors you enter your code on the phone the code opens the door you grab your groceries and neuro returns back to the grocery market so our autonomous driving uh grocery deliveries are just in the process of, of rolling out. So I can expect that. Now, the thing that made me laugh was this is all in uh, uh, San Francisco. It was down in California. I mean, warm climate areas. Sure. All I can imagine is like uh, Trois Rivières trying to have this thing try to drive along with the chains <laughs> on the tires in the wintertime going, oh, like, bonjour, ça va bien. You know, here's your groceries. <laughs> so when it gets frozen, you got to get the de-icer on the, on, the, on the doors to open it. Just made me giggle on. I can't see this in North, northern Canadian climates just yet. Not yet. There'll have to be a Canadian version That's of That's right, yes. All right, a lot of our listeners uh, are, are talking to, to uh, oh, Alexa and, uh, and, and yep. Siri on a pretty regular basis. BMW is developing their own. BMW is going to be paying for or installing their own... Art- so instead of... Uh, uh, I don't want to say it too loud because i got all my Google devices, but the... The code word for Google, or hey Alexa, or hey Bixby, or whatever you program them for. Nobody uses Bixby. N- nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> yeah, we discussed this, yeah, didn't we, already? Yeah. But BMW is now hey BMW, and BMW's got it. Mercedes has it. Audi's got it. It's coming in this year's mo- the twenty nineteen. It's coming in the twenty nineteen models. You'll be able to now control your f- your your device. Now, I have to say, I, I have a Lexus, and and Lexus doesn't have a hey Lexus. D- oh, at least maybe the new ones do but mine is a bit of an older model. So I've got the voice activated. Mine's, mine's got the push the button and you hear the voice as a lot of cars do, but this one's got a couple more bells and whistles. A lot of these cars are coming automatically with the satellite da- uh, d- uh, digital uh, internet. In that digital internet, it allows your voice activation uh, artificial intelligence to give you control similar to what we do with our phones. The difference between the phones that we have and what you're going to get in the car is that you don't have to plug your phone in. You don't have the disconnect of your, you know, oh, it didn't work. Or sometimes you call out Google and it's not understanding. Uh, I could tell you all sorts of bugs when it comes to voice activation. Uh, But with BMW, it comes with all of those features. You can ask it the weather. You can tell it knows pre-programmed areas. So say at four o'clock, you go to the gym. It will know 
and scary as it is, your car knows that that's probably where you want to go at four o'clock. So you get in the car, you say, hey, BMW, and it knows it's 346. It will say, will you like to go to the gym? Uh, And if you say yes, it will program automatically the information into the map and off you drive to the gym. It's got pre-programmed information. It's amazing. It, it, It kind of intrigued me how much information we actually talk about in a car. When you're driving, things you discuss with your, you know, cohorts in the car, even when you're asking Google directions or the map or the weather and the traffic or otherwise, there's a lot of, I guess, information in this car. And that's what BMW is doing is it's learning as you're driving. It's learning where you go. It learns how long you're there. It learns if you stop at the local Tim Hortons. It it knows when the other Tim Hortons are busy or not busy. So this is going to give you where we could say, well, doesn't that come with Google? Yes, but the car knows your habits, not general habits. So it knows car driving habits so that's going to be the big thing we're going to see a lot of fords coming out with it we're going to see this in a lot of vehicles in the next few years but i thought it was funny because it's going to be one of those confusing who am i calling is it is it google is it alexa is it and and is it is it bmw is it it's alexa in the kitchen yeah, and it's, and it's Beamer in your car. We'll and call, Google we'll, we'll call, on your we'll phone. And Siri on your iPhone, yeah. on your iPad. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're all going to have these conversations, and I just vision the world as we're all driving, everyone going, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It just has this kind of weird world future. But yes, the voice activation is going to be uh, integrated into the BMW coming out next year. Paper airplanes. This is high tech. I thought this was cool because (laughs) I thought this was neat. The old days was you take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, fold it a certain way, and you try to throw this paper airplane. We've all maybe tried it. I never could do it. I never got the hang of it. Well, you know what's- Here's the bad pun. Yeah. Here's the sad part. Our children's children won't be able to use paper airplanes. It will be a thing of the past. Paper is going to be gone. It's going to be, I mean, I'm running a paperless office as it is. So this is a cool that you buy this paper, eight and a half by 11 sheet, but it comes with a very, very small device that sits in the middle of the paper airplane where you fold it in half. So it shows you where to fold. It's actually like origami, except it's got little dotted lines on it. You fold over the dotted lines, you put your little electronic piece in the center of it, and then you connect it to your smartphone smartphone. When you throw your little paper airplane, you can now connect it like a drone and you can fly <laughs> your paper airplane a little further than you thought. It actually doesn't go too far. It's only, I think, up to about 200 meters and then the signal gets lost. It's not a big signal, but I thought that was pretty cool because I can only imagine the future schoolrooms with everyone kind of throwing the paper airplane. Hey, who did that? And the paper airplane's still going down the aisle. It will probably end up in the gym. You'll be able to control it all with the means of your smartphone. Yes. Because when I used to do that when I was a kid, it went two feet. So it, th- this is good. <laughs> I, I could yes. use that app. Yeah, paper airplane that didn't fly, right? Well, these ones are actually got, per, per, they're programmed and designed to give you a lot of distance, if you will. Uh, you were on the show earlier this week talking about the, uh, the uh, well, the release of the iPhone yeah. material that came out here. They, they, whoops, uh, did that get out? Eh, we didn't mean to put <laughs> yeah, that on yeah, the web page. daisies, yeah. But anyway, you wanted to, to expand on that. Well, I thought what was intriguing is everyone's talking about, oh, we got three new phones. I think it's actually quite confusing. I mean, is it XR, XS, XS Max? And, you know, does one got 512 gigabytes? One's only got, you know, 74. I thought a few things I, I think were missed. 
and I think important things that were missed. First of all, the cheapest iPhone coming out, like that's like $739. When Steve Jobs first came out with this, it was $499. And I'm referring to US dollars, by the way, folks. But the one that slipped, in my opinion, that Apple just figured it's not a big deal is in the original transition from iPhones to the iPhone X and the and the eight uh, iPhone eight was that you got a dongle. Remember, we took away we took away the ability to plug in headphones. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and I think we talked about that. We talked about this, right? Yeah. Well, and Apple made it up and said, "Don't worry, if you have your headphones, you get a dongle with it." And the dongle is that little device that goes into the bottom of the phone, and you can take your headphone jack and plug it in. Yeah. Well, it's no longer included with your new. $1,500 phone, but you can still buy one for now, and it's going to be available for $9. You'll be able to get it. And the th- other thing I thought was amazing is the iWatch is not, <clears throat> again, Adam's opinion, at a value that I feel you're getting everything you need. The iWatch I thought was interesting. I mean, it's coming out in Canadian dollars, $539 for the smartwatch. That's a lot of cake for a watch. Yeah. I have a Samsung watch. It was $300. So comparing the two and the features it comes with, I'd like to point out the only thing I thought was really, really cool about Apple's uh, iWatch is it's got an electro uh, an electrogram. Is that right? I'm saying that wrong, Bill. Where they check your heartbeat monitor yeah. for palpitations. Electrocardiogram. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. It has that feature that it will check your heart rate and palpitations. And if it is a problem, it's got a pre-programmed to call 911. And it will actually give the GPS not model. So what I thought was really, really cool about the new uh, iWatch is the fact that it's more or less replacing the uh, uh, the alert bracelets, all of those medical alert bl- uh, bracelets that are available. This is something that is going to be, in my opinion, a great addition uh, to use, except you still need to charge it. It does not have a long battery life. Well, and we talked about that, I know, earlier in the week when you are here talking about the, uh, the, the new iPhone stuff. Uh, they keep rushing over the idea about price point, but you know yeah. they've got to address that at some point. I, you know, it is costly, but I think they're really. If I was a shareholder, they're going well. If we can charge it and we're getting it, why wouldn't we? So there's that balance of is it worth that much? And there is I when I've been researching this because I'm trying to think: Are they just trying to gouge the consumer? Are they feeling their products are that good that people are going to come out and go, "Hey, I'm going to blow my money on this thing." The one thing that is important to know is one of the reasons the costs are increasing is not just about greed, it's about patents. And we've heard about Samsung suing Apple, Apple suing Samsung, Facebook suing Samsung, BlackBerry suing Apple. I mean, there's this vicious cycle. Like, you want to talk about Hurricane Florence. There's hurricane tech going on, and they are fighting and throwing patent suits against each other left, right, and center. And one of the features that I know on Apple's side is they're paying up to $4.00. Four dollars per phone to BlackBerry for a lot of the features that they lost in a patent. So we can look at that and go, "Wow, that's really expensive." They're just a bunch of rich, uh, greedy guys sitting in Apple. I don't know the breakdown of how much in the phone is going to patents, but there's a big pie. And if you look at that pie chart, a chunk of it is going back to Samsung. It's going to uh, Apple, or it's going to uh, Qualcomm. It's going back to BlackBerry. Some of it's even going to Facebook. Facebook's got a lot of patents that are built into the Apple products. Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135 with Adam Woodfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing. Brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Uh, We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.